welcome, donut fans, to TV Donut. I'm Piers Ray. With the rest here with me is the rest of the Donut crew. My loyal co-host Hannah Davies. Hello. And Saskia Werner. Good day. Good day to you. Today we watched Family Tools. Now, for those of you new to the show, uh, what we do is we watch the pilot and the finale of the first season of a show, and we try to guess what happened in the middle. Uh, so today's show, uh, half hour comedy, 2013. Once again, we are back on ABC. Yes! This, this might be one of the best shows we've seen from ABC. From ABC, for sure. Well... From ABC, I still sure. don't know if I'd call this a good show, though. Uh, I thought it was a good show. I like the good pilot show. better than the finale. I did, too. The finale did not feel like a finale. Yeah, well, that, too, but I just... I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of the... the comedy as much in the second episode as the first. I agree, and... Um, the la- storyline was so nonsensical. Yeah, that... Too. That's actually, yeah, it, it does kind of fall apart a little bit more than the pilot but does. But the um, caliber of the cast is so high in the show. Like Cast is fantastic. Yeah, all the parts are played by really good actors. They are. And I didn't think there were any real, like there weren't a lot of laugh out loud moments, but there were no clunkers one, either. You did? I like really laughed. I, I think I actually as did as well. As I thought, as it, like when I say what it is, but it, really, it was, I think the actor uh, I definitely had a favorite character slash actor. Oh, I think we, we might all have had the same one. Yeah, should we say at the same time? Um, yes. His or her name. All right, ready? Three, two... Wait, 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 wait! I, I, hold on. Oh, <laughs> shit! This is why... No, I, I'm gonna say the wrong name. Just need to make... It, okay. Take your time. We have all the time <laughs> in the world to talk about family tools. See, my... my, my Device here has decided to open the Saved by the Bell. Well, Saskia oh, pulls this up. Instead of my other one, I can't get back. Why don't we give um, a quick shout out to the creators? Uh, just Bobby Bowman, the creator. That's it. Okay. <laughs> this is your show. You were Good on job, all ten episodes. Bobby. You made it happen. I thought it was pretty solid. Yeah. Leah Remini and J.K. Simmons. Kyle Bronheimer. <laughs> Eddie Gatheggi. Mm-hmm. Eddie Gatheggi or Gatheggi? I don't know. I don't know either. I'm so sorry. We got Johnny Pemberton. Oh, so so many people. This whole, this cast is Great stacked. Cast. All, yeah. Looking through on IMDb at sure. the guest roles coming up, you got Maria Tear. All right, are we oh. ready uh, to say the name of our favorite character? Yes, it's just one name, guys. Just yes. one name, just their first name. Yeah, that's it. All yes. right, you're ready. Okay. Great. One, two, two three. three. Dairy. <laughs> Sorry, who? Ooh. Who is your favorite? <laughs> Tony. J.K. Simmons role, the is dad. That his name? Or yes. Yeah, that's his name. Tony okay. Shea. It's not the right answer, but that's his name. All right, let's read the synopsis of the pilot. All right, mixing family with business is never easy, and Jack Shea is about to learn that lesson the hard way when Jack's father Tony has a heart attack and is forced to hand over the keys to his beloved handyman business. Jack's eager to finally step up and make his father proud. Unfortunately, Jack's past career efforts have been less than stellar. So everyone seems to be waiting for him to fail. His new job isn't made any easier by Tony's rebellious troublemaking assistant, Darren, and Darren's flirtatious sister, Stitch, who works at the local hardware store. But with the support of his Aunt Terry and his oddball yet endearing cousin, Mason, Jack Shea may just find his true calling right at home. Oh boy, oh boy. And he's had a lot of failed jobs. Failed park ranger, failed cop. He's just got kicked out of seminary school. For wanting to make the Bible a little, uh, not so long-winded, I guess, yeah. the way he describes it. Uh, 
Yeah, so Tony has this heart attack. He's being held hostage, basically, on the kitchen floor. Mother of God! Mom? Do you think Uncle Tony needs us to let the ambulance guys in? We are family, Mason, okay? And sometimes family means locking out emergency personnel until your uncle promises to work on his heart health. You listening, Tony? I do not negotiate with terrorists. Mason, open the door for the EMTs. Stay right there, baby. Mom! Your uncle isn't going to die. Trust me, I'm a healthcare professional. You're a masseuse. Yeah, and I've had several men die on my massage table, so I think I know what death looks like. Oh, for God's sake. I'm just trying to be a good sister, okay? It's what your wife would have wanted. Maybe. Ten minutes, I'll be in heaven. I can ask her. Can I at least give him some ice to chew on? Not if you love him, baby. This is family. You can't get soft. Sorry for the holdup, Nico. You want some coffee? Oh, do you have tea? I have tickle in my throat today. It's the worst. The worst? Because I think I might have a beat with the tickle in my aorta! Then just say you'll retire and let somebody else run the repair business. Who can I trust to be the new Mr. Jiffy Fix, huh? Who? He just got kicked out of seminary school. No clue. Your son. That knucklehead was in seminary school? Leah Remini has... who I can only think of as Leah Remini. Remini. Yeah, that's true. It's Remini. It is Remini. Okay, sweet. Uh, She's pretty herself. So Aunt Terry is still living with him, her and her son. After five years? Yeah. Five years, which means that uh, his wife and Jack's mother died five years ago. Then she moved in to look after him. She was supposed to only be there for about uh, two months? Uh, Yeah, maybe even just a week, a few days. And she just never left. And she's kind of brought her son with him. She's like the new head of the household, really. Yeah. She's, I mean, Tony seems to be in charge, but he's so crippled by these constant. He has a lot of heart attacks. He's a frequent customer. Yeah. yeah. Well, she said she's. Terry. Nobody seems like too concerned that the next one is going to be fatal. It's like, oh, whatever. He'll just have another. Well, no. And he has another concerned. one. He has multiple. Many. It's like a recurring thing throughout the season. Yeah. Really? Well, yeah. he says in the finale he hasn't had a heart attack in what five days? Something like that, uh, which is a crazy, crazy kind of number. Yeah, now that and I, he's really proud of it. With the tone of the show, I never questioned that until this moment. Yeah. You know, like, it's so goofy and over the top, but, um... It's yeah, kind of like Homer days. Simpson. Like, how many heart attacks? Like, how many times has Homer ended up in the hospital in, like, serious danger? Oh, God, so like, many. Like, a billion episodes, yeah, so... And for every injury. It's almost like you're not... He's not he, he won't die. Exactly. He can't die. Homer can't Simpson die. can't die. No, I'm no, talking about... Also, oh, Tony Shea? Tony, Tony Shea can't, can't die. die He's either. too funny yeah. to die. Uh, so basically, Terry is saying, okay, you gotta start taking care of your heart. You health. have to retire. Yeah. Ultimatum. Like, retire from being Mr. Jiffy Fix... Give Who your can I trust to, to be the new Mr. Jiffy Fix? Or I'm not letting the guys in. And in the meantime, she's offering them coffee. The EMTs. The EMTs are very good natured. Their time. Oh yeah. About watching sweet. a man die. In, I wonder if they're regular window. characters in this show. I hope they are. I thought they were really fun. They were yeah, nice. They were they sweet. Were really cute. Just kind of the whole tone of the show, right? Sweet. Yeah. Um, he calls his son knucklehead, which mm-hmm. is like the first sign we get that their relationship is not great. Right, and. Uh, Basically, the whole scene just comes to her taking his cell phone and texting Jack. Yeah, I need you. Which is a recurring thing throughout the show. And I, that's all set up here. Son, father and son can't communicate. Aunt has to step in and force him to communicate. Yes. Well, dad has no respect for son. Well, and... Also keeps calling him Fruit Loops. Yeah. Yeah, that was... um. Not great. That was not great. It's the gentlest homophobic thing I've ever heard. I don't... 
I'm not sure it is homophobic. No. I googled it, and it actually sort of means, like, crazy person. Like, it, it can Which is also not... So. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I, that, it bothered me for that reason. But yeah. I was trying to, like, convince myself that hopefully in 2013 or whatever year this was that they didn't mean it that way. But even calling, like, wanting to talk about how you feel insane is also offensive. Like, it just... It doesn't yeah. even matter what it means. It's not a good joke. And they make it three times in the pilot. He does keep saying it, which yeah. I guess is supposed to be like a character detail. Totally. Like just showing that he doesn't old. like feelings. Yeah. Does, he's, he's old fashioned. But there's a better word they could have used, I think. Yeah, I don't know how you get around showing a character. Like, I didn't know if he, he doesn't feel like he's supposed to be bigoted. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't, I'm assuming, did that come up at all? Is he that old fashioned? That sort of old fashioned? No. Yeah, no. I mean, it doesn't seem racist. I don't mean in the. I don't mean necessarily in the pilot. I'm asking Saskia, who has seen the whole show. I have not. <laughs> Too bad you already told us that you did. No, I watched clips to get questions for mm-hmm. quiz. Okay, okay fair so enough. Jack gets off the bus in Mapleport. <laughs> that sounds fake. Mapleport. It does. It, it was does. a beautiful shot. It the was, motto yeah. motto of the town is "Make yourself useful," which we see in a huge sign. Yeah, and he's so excited because he's never been needed before. And he and shows the text from his dad to the bus driver. To everybody. everybody. He shows it to everybody, including his mean neighbor, played by freaking Adam Arkin, which was insane. I'm like, yeah. you have Adam Arkin, one of like the, our most treasured television mm-hmm. actors, just sitting in someone's lawn doing one-liners? Like, why didn't I know about this? And building that go-kart. Oh. He's building a go-kart. My God, it was awesome. He should have been my answer to who was your favorite character. That's a great point. I never got his name. Adam Arkin is my favorite character. Even though Darren is hilarious. And he made me laugh when he threw up. Anyway. He threw up? Yeah. Oh, yes, at the foot. Yes. He does not like the sight of feet. That was the part that made me laugh. was hilarious when he puked. (laughs) That's uh, interesting. Yeah, it should be the part that I I actually thought of you. And I was like, oh, she's not going to be happy at this now. But he was so funny. He's like, oh, it's coming out. (laughs) I don't know. It just made me laugh. The whole situation. That was just the icing on the cake. It was horrible. Everything that was happening there. Yeah, that, that that was a great scene. Yeah. Another great scene is when um, he finally shows up at the house and Mason is the only one there. His younger cousin, played by uh, Johnny Pemberton, who unbearable. looks the same age forever. Did you find him unbearable? Yes, I completely. thought he was okay. He was hilarious. He was a great little weirdo. No. So he's got a, he's just wearing like just boxers and an open button down shirt and he's he lighting up fireworks. Fireworks at him. Ah! Hey cuz! I heard you coming and want to make a cool impression. You know what else would make a cool impression? No terrifying explosions. And pants. <laughs> As if. No if. Just asked. Put some pants on, Mason. You're 15 now. It's pants time. Where's my dad? He needs me. Ah, uh, he's out. He had a thing. Yeah. Oh Which my is. God. That was such a fun idea for a character to just be obsessed with fireworks. Oh my God. The whole. A fun idea for a character to throw firecrackers That's in a basement it. of a wooden house. I loved it. <laughs> The best part such was how obsessed he was about starting a positive message rock band. Which I took as to mean Christian rock. And the snow. I don't think so. Just a positive I think feeling. They just have to be positive messages. Oh, and the song that he sings about dads at the end killed me. I laughed so hard at that. Like, you gotta take the dad you get or whatever it was. The oh. man you get stuck with. Oh, it was so... <laughs> 
I love Johnny Pemberton. I have like a weird obsession with him. Oh no, I get it. He's <laughs> he's great. He's yeah. amazing on Son of Zorn. He just always has great timing. What'd you think of his song, Saskia? You like it? Love it? <laughs> like it or love it? Did you like it or did you love it, Saskia? The song. You gotta work with the man you're given. That's what it was. You gotta work with the man you're given. Listen. He's playing it right to his face. It's so funny. Listeners at home can't see Saskia's reaction, but she's agreeing vigorously. She oh my god! The best part of that scene was—it's almost as good as the shiny song. When he was—I'll like, tell you that much. Your uh, dad shiny from Moana, great track. Heart exploded, and he's like, "What the fuck? Like this whole time you haven't told me that my dad has a heart attack." I know. Your dad's weird. How your dad's heart exploded? Eh? Like no one in this family is good at communicating. Oh god. Damn, it was so funny. Which, smart setup, I thought, in mm. the pilot. Like, okay, this is what we're going to be dealing with over the show. Is and he has, has to share this, like, other. shitty basement with this 15-year-old idiot. Like, it's just the worst thing that could happen to you in, in your adult life. And there's a furnace that won't shut up? Oh, mother. Yeah, that was uh, interesting. Something unresolved by the end of the episode. No, I think they fix it. Oh, that's right. They fixed the whole basement, so I think they fixed the furnace. Yeah, they polish it back up. You're right, you're right. Guys, don't skip to the end. Spoiler. Sorry, but everything works out. It's a half-hour comedy. <laughs> yes. <sighs> even even the feelings of resentment that have like developed over the past God knows how many years are resolved by the end of this episode between yeah. father and son. Yeah, it feels like there's not a lot of that conflict left by the end of this episode. The conflict is, is minor. It, well, it's trusting him with his legacy, basically, yeah. right? And that's going to keep playing out, but I mean... It, they seem to get along. Like, it's not like they hated each other at any point. They're just, the dad doesn't trust the son to be responsible. I think the right. son the loves son... his father and it just oh, has wanted his approval, though, like, always. Totally, totally. But I don't think he would have gotten it. That was, for me, completely unrealistic, that turn at the end of that episode. Yeah, I was going to say, he admits so quickly when they're in the ambulance. Anyway, we're getting to the end. Getting we ahead. are, we are. So Jack We haven't rushes. even gotten to the opening credits yet. Oh, God. Um, Which drove me insane. He rushes, so Jack rushes to the hospital to see his dad. Great yes. little bit. He brought a bouquet of flowers. I don't know why for his dad. It's like the only thing he could think of. Adorable. Which I thought was a fun um, little yeah. gag. Finds out that the text didn't even come from him and he doesn't want him there. He's not He's not that surprised, though. Yeah. That his dad isn't doesn't trust him. He's failed too many times at too many things. Yeah. And he, like, he actually says, the business is like a son to me. And yes. And I would rather give it to anyone but you. Like, can you think of someone else? Yeah. So but he doesn't want to give it to Darren. No. No. God, the only person he Darren's trusts less than his son up. is his assistant. Yeah. So then we get the weird opening, which tells the story of what's happening, which had, like, so many spoilers in it. Yeah. Like, stuff that yeah. hadn't even happened yet. That's... I was like, fuck you, opening. Like, don't put it in the first episode, then. Did it even... Was it more extreme in the this last episode we watched? I, I feel like know. it didn't have anything about same. his sister in the first one, but I didn't oh, go no. back to check it. And it that, that's The spoiled. sister was in it because I was confused about whose sister it was. It was in the first yeah. one? Okay. Yeah. It was. And just to describe the opening, it's not bad, actually. Like, I like yeah, the art fine. design on it. It goes from character to character as the as um, Jack gives a voiceover narration explaining his relationship with each character. But only for the credits. There is no... Yes, but... What it also it introduces a character in the opening credits we haven't met yet, yeah. and explains more that, than one, more than one, yeah. yeah. Darren, we haven't met Darren. We yet. haven't met Darren yet. We haven't met Darren's sister we yet. We haven't met Switch. 
Yeah. Who's Darren's sister? Switch with name. name ever. Played by Danielle Nicolette, and yeah. she's amazing. Anyway, let's talk about Darren and his opening scene where he's talking to Svetlana's grandma on the phone. Yeah. So we learn that Darren's an eccentric and a ladies' man. Very dirty. Very dirty. No shame. Good for you, Darren. Like, he's talking shit about Jack in front of In front Jack, of Jack. And then just blatantly turning to him and being like, oh no, it's another dude I'm talking about. It's another he's dude. Like, it's another dude. Now the clown's really pissed. Like, it just, it was, <laughs> I thought it was fun. I thought it was hilarious. And he's willing, he just leaves his uh, grandfather on the corner. Yeah, who he says is a badass ninja. Yeah, yeah. which he proves to be correct. True, yeah. true. He's also uh, a sexual assaulter, we learn later. Uh, when yes. Leah Remini goes to see if he's still alive. He is, somehow. Um, what else I liked the doing? coffee in the 40. I thought that was a funny bit. That Darren, was like a genuinely yeah. funny joke. What the hell is that smell? Oh, patchouli oil. The hippie people wear it, and now I am a huge fan. I like it. No, you don't. And throw out your beer. This is coffee. Th- I'm not your clown, man. Give me the beer. <laughs> that is coffee. Why do you have coffee in a 40-ounce? I owe a guy money. He sees me standing on the corner with a coffee in the morning. He knows I got a job. He sees me with a 40, he don't bug me. There's thought in this. Now I need some coffee. Hazelnut, you go, girl. It's a great bit. He's resourceful. He's a better worker than you thought. Yeah, it's funny. It shows a lot about character, and it's also, like, socially commentating on... On our expectations. On the way things go, exactly. On our willingness to believe he's actually drinking a 40 at 9 in the morning. And then in the meantime, they stop to talk to this dude who just obviously stolen a television and when Jack points out that it's obviously stolen obviously they, they call him a racist and it's just <laughs> like well yeah it's not what color he is it's like he's running down the street with a television like, like and say he has to get away the only reason you would do that is if you stole it yeah anyway, just, there was a lot and more he does end up giving him a ride Yes, yes. I see him like walking away in the background. It, that lingered it for a long time. Funny. He walked out of that frame in like great. ten seconds. Made sure we saw it for sure. And then the, they show up, and the clients all pissed off because Tony's not there, and they think he hired Tony. The wrong. She thing. hired Tony. Something about the bathroom tiles. Or... He thinks they're there to, to to repair the bathroom tiles. They're there to fix the deck. Mm-hmm. He brought bathroom tiles to a deck job. And it's a big job. It's a big client. They have a very fancy house. Yep. So his dad is already getting worked up that he's he's just arriving at the job and he's screwing things up. Yeah. So they go to the hardware store and that's where we finally meet Stitch who immediately starts saying she's going to dress sluttier for Jack and then tells him she's not flirting with him. And then gropes herself. Her character was very confusing. Yeah. Yeah, she's very into Jack. We don't have any idea why. For a second, I thought she was the slutty daughter that Alan Arkin was was talking about with the kids of all the different colors. Yes. But then I found out... They were all on the porch. Yeah. (laughs) That uh, she was Darren's sister. So now I don't think that. Yeah, she's, um... But just the way she was acting so super slutty, I'm like, oh, is this a slutty girl? Like, Or is yeah. all girls sluts in this universe? Like, but what's going on? only a slut towards Darren. Yeah. I'm sorry, not towards Darren, towards Jack. Yeah. Oh, God. And as soon as Jack realizes that Darren can't stand it, he, like, goes full force. Mm-hmm. So that would be, like, I think one of the few donut questions here is, like, 
do they get together at all? It is. Okay, never mind. Because if yeah, it feels they like... don't seem together. Well, not we don't really see her that much. We see her in one scene in the finale, but she, yeah, she's they're not in the same room, so she... there's no way for us to tell if their relationship has evolved. Exactly. We should specify she is the cashier and I guess stock person at the. Hardware the, the hardware store. So they see her in between jobs. They show up. She delivers a bunch of raunchy one-liners. Yeah. It's uh. When they show up, they he orders the wrong thing, and his dad pops up from behind the counter with a sandwich mm-hmm. and tells him that uh, that is not what he should do. Another runner. The, the dad is just constantly trying to sneak sandwiches in. Yeah. They, they yeah, steak sandwiches. Yeah. They cram a lot of jokes into this steaks. show. He orders the, the whole the steak thing was so dumb. But every single time he does anything wrong, he immediately gets caught by Terry. Like, yes. Immediately. Oh, immediately. He can't get away with this anything. Time. Yeah. So it's like she thwarts him in every and that's when we find out she's taken time off of her massage career to like look after him since his latest heart attack. Right. Yeah. So, so she eventually resorts to stealing all his clothes. And only leaving him one of her outfits, which is like a yoga skirt pant. Top. Like a skirt, yeah, skirt arm situation, which he looked amazing in. I he thought. did. Uh, he was really pulling it off. He's that guy is tight. Yes, he's in good shape, like for ridiculously sure. good shape. Yeah, so absolutely. You see him cast in suits so often, you don't always know. Can we talk about toast? Was that the best part of both of these episodes? The dog. Yes. Did you see him in the finale? He was, like, so enormous. Yeah, they uh, find a dog in this and just... Van? No, he uses the he... van cash to buy a van puppy. He, that's he right. He buys the puppy. He buys the dog. But then somehow it becomes... For the... them to bond over. It becomes yeah. Tony's dog because he's, like, in Tony's lap by the end of this episode. And then in the finale, he's with Tony the whole time. Well, you know, that's perfect. Dad yeah. And this dog, he needs a therapy animal. Darren did nothing with that dog. At all. I couldn't, yeah. That doesn't, that's totally true to character. Yeah. Like, as soon as you see him with that dog, you know that he's not the one going to be looking after it. Yeah. He wants to fire Darren, but. Immediately. Yeah, pretty much. Sometimes you got to work with the man you're given. Yeah. Why doesn't he want to fire Darren? Other, do we find that out? Because he promised his grandfather that he would look after him. Right. Yeah. It's an, it's another... Oh, his dying wish. Yes. Oof, his dying out. wish, but oh. he didn't die. He's still in the wheelchair. He's still alive, but he doesn't talk anymore. So he can't take back that wish. Yeah. So, yeah, Jack starts talking about wanting to do pro bono work, and uh, we find out that Tony is anti-bono. <laughs> that made me chuckle. <laughs> that made me chuckle. I, I remember that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, little confrontations. Mm-hmm. Tiny. Uh, so Jack starts pushing back against him. They go back to the Jack Deck job. Yes, Before this th- is the wonderful puking scene. Yeah, they... the whole scene was funny because he completely flips it on him and starts talking the switch, doing exactly what Darren was doing to him. Mm-hmm. Just like letting Darren do all the work while he sits on the phone, like talking dirty to his friggin' sister, and then finds, his sister tells him, like, oh, if you really want to freak him out, like, he really hates feet. So he, like, goes after him with his feet, and he freaks out. It was pretty gross. Darren freaks out. Yeah, it was. And then Jack kind of freaks out somehow. Like, he starts, he holds up the nail gun at Darren. I think just to aim it at him, and then he loses control. Well, he could have killed him. Yeah, he was pretending to, like, that he was gonna shoot him, but then, like, the nail gun went off and, like, fired everywhere. I mean... Somehow didn't hit him, even at one time, but he did manage to hit his 
toe webbing. Yeah, he shoots a nail <laughs> through his foot, which, as we learned earlier in the episode, no, it's the not neighbor, even the foot. That's not even. Yeah, that's, oh, it's through the web. It's well. the fucking. It's that's the part that got to me. It was thinking about the fact that it's in between that spot. That's so gross. It was. It's not that. I think if it went through the toe, it wouldn't be as gross. The webbing is the part that really? made him throw up too. I feel like going through the <laughs> talking about the webbing. Yes, <sighs> that's true. It was. <sighs> so <laughs> he ends up having to go to the hospital at the, exactly the same time uh, that Tony is having another attack. Okay, but we did. I have to mention the scene where they're oh, doing yes, Shania yoga. Shania, breathe really with funny. Shania. Yeah. And uh, Tony realizes that the boys are fighting over whether they should use nails or deck screws. So he sneaks out of the house to go and check on them at the job. Mm -hmm. And that's when he finds them, like, puking and screaming because they've shot themselves literally in the foot. Exactly. Can't believe what's happening. Does his heart pretty much right in. Yeah, he has a heart attack and then they get in an ambulance. And And they have this beautiful heart to heart. I like this scene where one of them's on their back, one of them's on their front, next to each other on those stretchers. No, it's fair. It's fair. You can I like it. You didn't like it. I thought it was like when a nice he rolled idea. off the when he rolled off the bed. I'm like, it, it, this ambulance would be sued millions of dollars. The reality. I thought he was trying to jump out. I thought he was like, oh, you're done talking, and then I rewound it. I was yeah. like, did he try yeah. to get out of that ambulance? No. no, he just fell down. Yeah. Well, they do say that they aren't supposed to have two people, and if you are having two patients, why would you let the Terry ride along as well? Oh my god! And then she's like amping them up and getting him super worked up. Yeah. And after he just had a heart attack, I'm like, why is nobody stopping the fact that he's yelling at both of them? Yeah. It's, she was making him talk like a Fruit Loop. It's very clearly a cartoon universe. I feel like because even the nail gun incident that would never happen. Like because. He, he lifts it and points it at the guy, at Darren, and that's the first mistake. Yeah. And then it accidentally goes off, and I'm like, okay, I can see depressing it by accident. And then he keeps holding on to it, and like, so he fires a few, there's a joke, joke reaction, fires another couple, joke reaction, fires another one, and yeah. it breaks a lamp. Then and shoots joke, himself. Then shoots himself. It's yeah. like, put it down the first time. You know? <laughs> and then, like you said, the ambulance guys don't tie him in, so he just rolls out. It's... Uh, for a lot of these jokes to work, everyone has to be really bad at what they do. Yeah. Which yeah. is fine with me, as long as everyone's really bad at it. Like, it's consistent, at least. I think Switch... Sitcom trope. ...is the only one... Or, sorry, Stitch. I kept calling her Switch, too. She's the only... Well, there's only one real. Oh, I'm thinking of Twitch. <laughs> yes. Twitch is the king. Yeah. She's the most competent person? She's the only one who not isn't the, shown to Not be in the pilot, I don't think. I feel like she's super crazy in the first episode. She's Like, with the dialogue? She's much more sexually aggressive in the pilot, that's for sure. Like, but that whole behavior is super strange. Yeah, I didn't get it either. It but was it, really weird. And she's not bad in the finale, I, I don't think. I no. thought she was acting that way because... Adam Arkin told us that she was super slutty, but then it wasn't even the same girl, and I was like, what the heck's going on? I I assume that they filled that storyline in later. Hopefully. Like, gave them some background. Well, yeah. It makes sense. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. always loved him or whatever. Yeah, okay. All right, let's get through this pilot. So, he finally admits that he does want Jack to take the business, but he's harder on him because he's his son. Like, Mm -hmm. that's why you're an asshole to me. Like, that whole conversation was kind of stupid. Nothing really was resolved at all he just was like i am who i am you should just live with it was basically there's tony's side of that conversation and jack's side was like oh okay yeah i guess i already was doing that what was the moral of this episode i lied even there is voiceover right at the end of the episode Mm -hmm. i thought that was terrible 
Yeah, so then we get uh, his voiceover while he's back finishing the job and fixing the deck, talking about how his dad will never like him, never respect him. And I was like, I mean, it's obvious, but basically they're trying to show us, like, okay, but you're doing that to Mason. Like, Mason's just trying to be your friend. Mason wants you to be like, yeah, dude, you're cool, too. And you're just being a total jackass about him and his band dreams. But anyway, they get home, and and they're all fixing up the basement together, and everyone's... Smiled, say, smiling. It's a nice family moment. Yeah. I guess we're supposed to believe that the rest of the show... Even Darren's there helping. Yes, even even Darren is helping. He's family. Yeah. And then he gets a text, uh, my dad loves me. Or he says, my dad loves me because, uh, what's her face? Terry Terry texted him from... From his dad's phone. His dad's phone. Yes. And she says his wife would be really proud of him, that he's finally taking care of his health, and that he finally told his son that he loves him. I don't know. What? I didn't say that. And that's the end. That's it of the pilot. All right, let's talk about episode 10. Yeah. Terry by design. Terry! This is a very Terry-centric episode, and I can say, it's not really a spoiler, but it, that pretty much in the episodes in between, each character gets a storyline that's centric on them. Now, this is a very Terry-heavy episode. Is this the only Terry-centric No. Okay, I wish great. I had I was seen say, a Mason episode what or you, a Darren yeah. episode. <laughs> like, what is the central relationship of the show? That is a, also part of a donut question, but we can talk about that okay. later, possibly. I, I just, I felt like it was well, strange think, to end on a, a storyline that is primarily between Jack and his Aunt Terry. Yeah, I don't think they knew it was ending. Actually, yeah, I, didn't, I don't think 10 episodes was probably where they thought that they were going to go. This was going. I didn't look, but I wonder if this was a shortened ABC, order. So, like, at least they should have 13. Oh, God, they're wearing the matching shirts in this picture. Amazing. Okay, Terry by Design. In the series' final episode, when Terry impresses a client with design advice, she and Jack decide to expand the family business with designs by Terry. When the design business starts taking over Mr. Jiffy Fix, both Jack and Darren look for a way to separate the business. And it's up to Tony to get Terry and Jack talking again. Meanwhile, Mason becomes CPR certified and wants nothing more than to save a life. Yes, which he gets a chance to do. Yep, that's right. So we get a slowly little... but surely he gets there. Yeah, we get a little bit of new information in this episode about the world, which was nice. We get to meet Mason's dad. Yes, through a Skype call. And he's he's a big hero who just saved a bunch of people's lives in a Humvee explosion. Yeah, they're all very excited. Yeah, they're gonna get fall down drunk to celebrate. So that would be Terry's ex, then, right? I believe so. Yes. Okay. I didn't think about that, but yeah. Neither did I. No mention of her relationship. Like, in the pilot, they don't really mention what the relationship was. But maybe, maybe, yeah, they weren't. Maybe it was like a a one-night stand or whatnot. Right, yeah. Who knows? Because Terry's not... I feel like there's supposed to be a relationship between Terry and Tony. No, they're brother and sister, I No, no, she's the sister of his ex-wife. And she promised the deceased deceased wife, not ex-wife, used to be the wife until she died. Um, She promised her sister that she would look after Tony. Gotcha. And that's okay. why she moved so in. They're not related by blood. No. And I feel like there's moments between them, the, the amount that she's looking after him. Terry really? and Tony. Tony. Tony aren't related by blood? No, they are not. Oh, shit. Um, I didn't really get that vibe, but okay. it could happen. It, I think if the show went on for enough oh, years, Oh, I definitely thought they were brother or sister. I assumed they were just because their names were 
Tony and Terry. And they Which were was so annoying. I agree. Please don't do that. Yeah. Like super close to each other. It felt like a family relationship. That's, like a, maybe that's what I'm picking up on. I felt like they were already a couple. Like, no. Like they've been together for a long time. Terry and Terry and Tony. She's fulfilling the same role in that family. Yeah. She's looking after Tony, the rest of the family. She's like she's the one. She takes time off work to nurse him back to health. I mean, I know she promised, uh... Well, she does, she never mentions their parents, which would be kind of a thing you would throw at a sibling if yeah. they weren't taking care of themselves, you know? Yes. I don't know. I assume they were brother and sister, but they could be brother and sister-in-law. I am, I'm uh, very, very certain it's brother and sister-in-law. Alright, let's I talk hope. about this episode. Uh, another one where uh, Tony is trying to hide the steak. He yes. Starts with a sandwich that's He's hiding. Uh, in, yeah. yeah. Terry makes these hideous pillows that are really ugly. Out of curtains that he hated. Yeah. And uh, he says he hasn't had a heart attack in days. And then Darren gets caught doing his laundry on the job, and he has to wear wet pants. Yeah. And he's also ordered Terry to come there and give him a massage. Yes, because he's on very the job. stressed out. So obviously we've seen that Darren's problems as an employee... Have not really improved. No, since they the have maybe episode. even gotten more extreme. I yeah, would say he seems true. way lazier this episode. <laughs> yes, <laughs> very true. Yeah, like he is actively trying not to work. Um, so Terry, instead of giving a massage, gives her opinion, mm-hmm. and she says that this room that they've just built uh, looks like a place where SpongeBob would live. Talk. Hey, what are you guys doing here? What are you doing here? Uh, somebody from the stress booked a massage. Yeah, that was me. I need to de-stress. You wouldn't believe how he's been riding me all day. Hand me a wrench. Put on your pants. He's not getting a massage. And now I'm not getting a massage. It never ends with this guy. Oh, my God. Who lives here, SpongeBob? <laughs> this place is making me seasick. Barb, ahoy! Hey, Miss Dawson. This is my Aunt Terry. She's working on some. Would you like a massage? It's got a horrific nautical theme. Which like, is always horrific, I find. Yes. Uh, unless it's you're in a pub. Or like a sailing club. Exactly. Like a sailing club is the only appropriate place to have a nautical themed anything. Maybe if Or you like were... a bar in Boston where people have like died Like that restaurant. Yes. Or like a shack <laughs> at the edge of the beach. Like it used yeah. to be a storage room. Not in your home. Ever, ever, ever. Sorry. And she didn't even like it. No. She nope. cried though. A lot. Yeah. She cried because she heard someone else dissing it. I think she's had most of that stuff there for a while. I think so too. I think they were just fixing, I don't know what. Yeah, but she does say, I think, that her friends told her it was classy or something. Yeah. Which feeds into the rest of the episode. Yeah. Because it's all about people lying to each other to spare their feelings. Although the moral flips it on us at the end. We'll get there, but we're set up for one lesson. We're taught a different one. Yeah. Uh, So Terry sits down with this woman and gives her some interior design advice, I guess. Navajo. Navajo. Well, that... That's better. <laughs> I would live in a Navajo design home. No, I think the point is all her ideas are terrible. Like, fucking like, terrible. That Dante's Inferno mm-hmm. I will say that her terrible. room was probably worse than the original room. Their garage? <laughs> Way, I don't know like, about that, but yeah, it was, it's a close it's a close tie, yeah. Like, if she's that repulsed by the nautical theme, she would be similarly repulsed by everything she... Like, 
we had a really weird scene where a dude named Gary came into the store covered in plaster. Yes. Um, we don't yeah. know who Gary is, but they seem to know him. So I'm assuming yeah. that he came in somewhere in the donut. And he's, like, coughing because he's covered in plaster. And Mason tries to give him the Heimlich, but he's not choking. He's not choking. It's and obvious. he's so mad because he desperately wants to save someone's life so that his dad will be impressed. Him yeah. lying to his father, by the way, uh, when they're on the Skype call, I loved. I loved him calling out to the... He's got... He's pretending he's got a crowd of girls outside his door. Oh, my God. And he keeps Again, talking I, it was unbearable. Unbear- <laughs> it's adorable. Yeah, he's fantastic. I'll, I'll, I'll watch him do anything. Mm. Um, and he hasn't changed. He looks exactly the same as he does now. We got one other bit of detail on Gary from this scene, and that's that he must hit on Stitch all the time, and she's not into it. Yeah, I guess. That's... He doesn't in this scene. Hashtag who is Gary? Yeah. Who will be who Gary? Is Gary? Donut question. Is that a donut question? Century. It's not. Ah, uh, do you, can you tell us then? No. Okay. So All let's right. just make it up. He is a rival, maybe a rival, rival contractor. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay. Let's we'll see. just decide that's who Gary is for now. And he's worse than they are. I'm seeing. Thinking. Uh, well, he's not good at his job, obviously, if he's covered in plaster. Like Gary that. is not even. On, oh wait, no, that's the wrong episode. Sorry, I was gonna, I was gonna say he's not even on the freaking credits for this episode. It could be. He's Maybe his just, name's uh, not Gary. Sometimes I don't hear names well. I swear they said his name was Gary. Most likely, it could be he's just a, a customer, and that's a one-off bit. But if yeah. that's true, like it feels like we're supposed to know him or at least recognize him. All right. So anyway, she loves her Navajo room, and it's such a rush that Terry decides that she's gonna join forces with Jack, and they are gonna. Have a home interior design business. She's not going to be a masseuse anymore. This is his only episode. Oh. All right, Gary. What? It's weird that he got what? a name then. Yes. Yeah, and he did get a name. It was and it Gary. was extremely mm-hmm. weird. Like, they didn't set up any of that. No, he just walked in yeah. joking. It was so just I ass- so Mason had someone to save. Is that... Wow. I assumed we'd missed something. That's crazy if that's yeah. the justification. I actually did too, and yeah. I thought there was a setup. And that, why was he at the store? Why was Mason at the store? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, some problems with geography in this episode. I can't remember why. He was I at think the they store. do say why. This is these are the kind of thing. This is why we think the finale is looser than the pilot. It's just we don't like the threads are harder to follow. Mm-hmm. Why are people here? How did they get there? Why There's is somebody saying this? There's a lot of stuff going on in this one too. Did what did you guys think when Darren like when uh, Terry wanted to join and Darren was like in the background pretending to kill himself? Uh, fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> that was so funny. This show does physical comedy really well. Yeah. But, uh, Jack refuses to be honest. Instead, he decides that the clients will tell her that she's terrible and then she'll just eventually quit. So he won't have to. But, uh, turns out they all want to fuck her. So they just lie and pretend that they like it. I thought that was a super weird yeah. way to go with it. That was crazy. Extremely weird. Just crazy. Yeah. And then I feel like it later on it went that they were too scared to confront her. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a mix. They're yeah. scared of her, but they also want to have sex with but, her, which I get. That's, like, her vibe, I, I guess. I don't know what she's supposed to be giving off. Either way, it was insane. Nobody would entertain that. No. No one that, would have the to, cost? The cost. Thousands of dollars for the chance to flirt with a woman. Oh, yeah. And thousands of dollars for steak that Terry steals and locks up into a freezer. Oh, poor Tony. That Tony tries to order, but once again gets immediately caught. Immediately. Well, he's not good well, at schemes. Like, he ordered it. It's a huge delivery. She's the in the room. house. Yeah, like, wait till Where she's he gone. Hide? He also, he tries to hide a steak down his pants, but 
Give me the and the pillows she later on. Back too. Yeah. Uh, she makes the guys this amazing rainbow shirts for their first day working together. Uh, those were actually great uniforms. Horrible. I and love them. Darren made fun of it until he realized that he also had to should wear have one. seen that coming. Yes, yeah. you should have. Um, Mason uh, is hovering around Tony, trying to save him. Yeah, just waiting like a vulture. And I'm pretty sure he accidentally defibrillated himself in the balls. Yes, he did. Okay. Yes, he did. He he's he's just waiting with a defibrillator behind the couch for him to have another heart attack. Which I mean, if you're trying to save someone's life, that's probably the odds-on favorite. Like he does totally. have multiple heart attacks a lot. CPR, Heimlich. It's probably smart to Paddles. chill out and just make sure that you're there. But it doesn't work. No. Nope. Um, uh, Flossette. Terry's, t- yeah, Terry's telling the boys what to do. And um, Darren's mad because he's almost breaking a sweat. Yeah, there's, it's beating. Look at that. That's beating. Yeah. He's, got, he's got so many good lines. <laughs> and since Terry's. I think he's just a good actor. I think that's what it is. Like, oh, he, he sells he it all. He shines in this for sure. But yeah, she's like, is this zebra rug too much? Blah, blah, blah. This whole scene where he like lies to her. And yet, you know, it's still, it's just more beats of the same thing, basically. Waiting for her to get crushed. Doesn't work. And then he finally freaks out and tells her that she sucks. And uh, she freaks out. That we close at. That's what They try to get, uh, yes, they're trying to find a client that will tell her to her face that her shit sucks. And Tony recommends recommends Flazette Flazette Coleman. Yeah, the the worst customer. And the first thing we see her do is crush a butterfly. So that's how you know. She's like obviously evil. Flazette Coleman. Worst customer in six counties. Cranky, overbearing, stinks of gin and kitty litter, and she doesn't have cats. She's driven 10 contractors into retirement and one into a Hall & Oates tribute band. If anyone's going to crush Terry's dreams, it's Flozette. Hi, Miss Coleman? We spoke on the phone about a free design consultation. Yes, hi, I'm Terry. Designs by Terry. I've got some great things to show you. I'll be the judge of that. You took her to Flozette? Told you I had it under control. That is ice cold. Respect. That was fast. <laughs> Time to pick up the pieces. Aunt Terry. Rough day. Yeah, I mean, things are going great, but when I showed Closette my design for her living room, things just took a turn for the worse. Oh, one of those days, huh? Yeah. Sorry to hear that. She died. What? Uh-uh. AMT said she had an aneurysm. You killed Flozette. I think I did. I think. That was a great detail. And, and then Outside. the Hall Notes tribute band, and I liked that they were listening to Hall Notes as they pulled up to her house. A great touch. Oh, my God. So... Insane. So yeah, they immediately get a text to pick her up. They find out that during the consultation, Flozette was so happy, she died. She had an aneurysm. and So excited, her brain exploded. At least that's that's what Terry thinks has happened. And Jack basically has to tell her, no, it's because it was so bad that she had an aneurysm. But we don't know. We don't know. She may have actually been like, like, finally, there's somebody who understands what I want. Or she just died. Yes, an aneurysm is usually not caused by But something. she claims True. that she died with a smile on her face. That's how she knows that she died. 
liking it so much. That's very, that's a morbid detail. Yeah. And probably not true. Mm, well, who knows, right? Who knows? Who yeah. knows? So that's when Darren has a freak out. Or, not Darren. Jack. Jack, thank you. Um, and tells him, like, they're trying to fire each other, basically. Basically. They both. Yeah. You're fired, you're fired, you're fired, you're yeah. fired. Doesn't go anywhere. And Darren is mad. He just he... wants to know when he's getting off. Yeah, because yeah. he has a thing. Yes. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. When cut to dinner, family dinner, which Darren With... seems to always be a part of. And I was like, I why is Darren at the family. dinner? Yeah. When he has a thing. He's a fit. Well, well, he, he had a thing. The thing yes. was over. He, he missed, missed the thing. The thing. But then he gets it a does beep. get addressed. There's a new thing. And can we all assume love, that he's going out for sex? Maybe. That's, I was trying to figure out, like, what's the thing? And what other thing could have come up so quickly? That's and he can't so say funny, what it is. I was thinking it was, like, some underground party. Yeah, I did, too. I thought like, that, too. But he's was, hooking up so much in the pilot. But, yeah, it's going to be, like, totally, like, Tinder. Yeah. Yeah. Got a thing. Meaning date. Yeah. Meaning, yeah. <laughs> quote, unquote, But date. I feel like from how dirty he was on the first episode that he wouldn't have a problem saying things like those, the kind of things. Yeah, true enough. But his true grandpa enough. was there. Oh, yeah, his grandpa's there, too. God, why is his grandpa part of the family? I guess because he used to work with Tony. He's best friends with Tony. Right. Okay. And he's, yeah, now he needs to be looked after. Although he isn't. Yeah, he's usually just a bad ninja. He abandons him at the dinner table. Mason is so mad no one called him when Flozette died because he could have tried to save her. (laughs) Yeah. Which was kind of funny. So ridiculous. Yeah. But uh, Tony wants the fighting to stop between Terry and Jack. So he... Drives them out into the woods. Yeah. What are we looking at? My taillights. Work out your stuff. And leaves them in the middle of nowhere. Which was a great... But I feel like the real reason he did this was to be alone with the stakes. Mm -hmm. Right? Which I thought was great. That's my favorite detail this episode. Of course it was. Yeah. And in the meantime, Mason pisses off a group of skateboarders, which doesn't go his way. <laughs> and then, yeah, Tony and Terry fight it out. And she says, you know, like, I've always supported every single one of your dumb dreams, even though I knew that you would fail at it because it's you and you fail at everything. And like, that's what family does. Like, you just, you say, great, good for you. And you try it. And then you don't rub it in their face when it doesn't work out. Like, Anyway, and he agrees and apologizes eventually. And also, her business was working out. Yeah. For the most part. Like, if customers have ulterior motives, fine. They're not going to get anywhere, but she's still getting the payday. Yeah, I think the problem was the way she just took over. Oh, totally. And she just like, oh, we're going to be partners. Like, You don't get to just do that. You can't just take someone's business. And who is she getting all these things from? I thought they were going to team up and do the... I thought the episode was going to be them redoing this... This uh, nautical themed house. Yeah. But instead, they just go to, from client to client. Like, who would ever agree to it? Who's looking for this service? <laughs> and they just kept going from customer to customer. I'm like, this is. It reminded me so much of like the old school, like trading places or um, yes. extreme makeover, like where they would make these insane theme rooms that no one would ever want to live in. But because it's on TV, it has to be like this huge thing. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, super funny. And we, like, so much must have gone into the building of that set-wise, and we got to see, like, only flashes of it. Yeah. Like, we barely spent any time in the Dante's Inferno. That was for, like, a one-line choke. Anyway, guys, we're so close to being done. Tony attacks the fridge 
with a crowbar. He's been trying to get that get one padlock out. off. There, all it's all burned. Episode. The padlock is burned. The whole thing, the area is black, charred because he's been yeah. Apparently. Again, cartoon universe. He and should have been able to get through that lock without welding to it. He the fridge over onto himself. Another awesome physical gag. That great shot of him, like the fridge from behind, and just his. Like, it was so obvious. Though. Out under it. Yeah. And then Mason falls out of a tree and hits Jack. Because he's hiding from the skateboarders. And then he's mad because now he's down one. Because Jack saved his life <laughs> by breaking his fall. Yeah. But he finds Tony and saves him. He does. He manages to get get his... <laughs> he gets I mean, it in there. Mason, save me. He literally says to him. Yeah. So he, he finally does. gets his wish. Something to tell his dad later that isn't a total lie. Yeah. And then Tony's back to hiding food in the ugly pillows. That's and that's our outro for the whole series. And yeah. what is our like what do they What's decide the about them working together too, right? Like I, I are guess... they gonna stay in business together? No. Or is she gonna quit? Like, yeah, were they? Well she wrong? she keeps saying like that like there were so many things that he attempted. Uh, but she she always knew it wasn't gonna work out. But she never told him that because she knew how important it was to him. And then it's like it ends on the conversation. It's like, what? What did you want me to lie to you? And she's like, yes. See, we have dueling lessons. But I here. think it ends like they will not be working together. I can't imagine they would, like, because she she was just too involved in it. It would totally change what the show's about. Yes, yeah. and she was stopping him from doing his actual job, which is fixing things. Yes, not building theme rooms. Yeah, which was annoying. Yeah. Also, so half the people, like the first woman that she helps. Is, says that, you know, nobody told her that her room was terrible. They said it was classy because they didn't want to hurt her feelings. Yeah. Somebody should have told her that. Jack did all these jobs he was terrible at, and nobody ever said to him, hey, you might not be able to pull this off. Mm -hmm. So, great lesson of support your family and support people's dreams. Also a lesson of be honest with people when you don't think they're pulling something off, when they're not, when they're making a mistake. Right. So, what... And from Tony, we just learned, like, just keep hiding your meat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nothing changed, really. Do what you love. Yeah. It's uh. It's confusing, guys. Keep trying. What are you going to do? I, I to get your meat to Usually 20-minute uh, network comedies aren't really about the lesson. Yeah, but there is, there's usually like a heart or a moral or something you can take away from it. Yeah, Like that's on an true. episode of 30 Rock, there's like one thing that's, you're like, oh, okay, that's what, that's what the character learned. Even yeah. if we're not getting something, what is the character learning from this? And neither of them have any. I think the writing could have been much better yes it could but i i think we've watched much worse the acting oh, was across the board good. fantastic production yeah. values were great uh I, i'm kind of with you i kind of feel like they got cut off early like this could have been a reduced order i honestly don't i don't, don't remember the show at all so that's it's unfortunate because with this cast they definitely could have built something really good i think and we, i didn't mind the concept i think it's no. funny that you know this guy like constantly screws everything up now has to be in charge and the one person he has to help him is like the worst person ever and totally. he's always going to be working against him in the funniest way he's fixing things he's got to fix these relationships it's easy it's an easy sell yeah <sighs> i would kind of like to see grandma too or like an older maybe i guess that's what uh darren's grandpa is for yes yeah but i don't know if he talks at all yeah it's not as funny True. i don't think so so you want to quiz us? Are we ready? ready? I'm ready. Are we ready? Jinx. Jinx. All right. Question number one. In episode three, Jack and Darren land a big job in a posh neighborhood. What goes wrong? A. Nothing. Jack baffles everyone with a flawless performance. <laughs> B. Darren leaves Jack atop the roof 
without a ladder after an explosive argument. C. Jack pulls plumbing out of the wall and floods the house. Or D. Tony, not trusting Jack, follows him to the house and accidentally breaks an antique vase. Ooh. Those are all really good options. I can repeat anything you I, want me to. I know what I'm going with. I'm going with D. Same. Uh, I think you're both thinking of Frank breaking the boss with a whip. Which is <laughs> <laughs> with a whip. True. Is it C? It is not. Yes, oh. it's C. Well, it's between it's the plumbing. C and D for me. I could, that would have been a great episode for Tony. Yeah. It, His meddling finally having some consequences. He does. He does follow him in that episode, and he rescues them at the end. Okay. But uh, yes, I like the roof one though. That was funny. Yeah. yeah. I thought about that one too. I say roof because of roof. Roof is on fire. Roof. No, I say roof because roof. the first time I heard it was in a Hitchcock film, and I was upset. And he said it like ten times, and it was so ridiculous. Ever since then, I've been saying roof. You can't say roof. 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 It's very hard. Roof. Roof. All right. Zero, zero. Question number two. Aunt Terry attempts to win what local event in episode nine? And does she succeed? A. Bake Off. She gets kicked out after showing up high on painkillers and ruining everyone's dishes. B. An art show. Her windshield is smashed by an animal and she uses it as the winning art piece. C. A bingo tournament. She wins by blackmailing Tony, the bingo master. Or D, the town raffle. She loses after spending nearly $1,000 on raffle tickets. I'm going to say D again. I'm going to say D as well. You're both incorrect. Ah. Damn! It is B. She wins the art show after an animal. It is a mechanical animal. I did not include that because it would have been too Too detailed. uh, A mechanical animal massive fly that is flown by I I think it is Tony and Darren okay uh yes and it ends up flying down a hill into her windshield could have literally killed her but then she ends up winning this art show that she's been trying to win the whole episode that's That's really cool weird I like that story that's really interesting yeah I definitely have not seen that anywhere else. No, it was it was very weird. I didn't see what it was that crashed through her windshield, and I went back in the episode. And I'm like, what the frig is happening here? I don't know how it got to that point. But, yes. Zero, zero. Question number three. Stitch graduates from community, college, from community college in the donut. What does Jack do in this episode? A... He reaches out to Stitch and Darren's estranged mother without telling her. B. He promises Stitch that he'll attend her graduation only to forget and fall asleep after a hard day's work. C. Jack takes her out to dinner but abruptly leaves once the dinner is over. Or D. Jack spends his weekly salary on a graduation gift for her. Hmm. I really like to think he pulls off, pulls it off. I want him to have a win. I mean, I'm. Do you want to go first? Uh, no, I went first last time. Okay, I'm going with D. D is a popular answer today. Yeah, you've got a lot of good ones in the D spot. But we haven't had it right, so one's got to be a D eventually. That's right. I think it's the one where he falls asleep after a hard day's work. That is a B, but the correct answer is A. Oh my god. It's yes. Uh, it's the episode is called "The Waiting for Misses" or whatever their last name is. He reaches out to her mother, but I believe. As far I was as I know, really hoping it wasn't she that. did not show up. That is fucking terrible for a comedy. 
I really wanted him to, to win and do something nice. I was hoping that was like the end beat of yeah. the story. It's, I think it's episode five. I always go for the failure, and that's why I picked the the one with Carrie because I knew she would get a positive. <laughs> she did. So now I don't know what to pick anymore. Show. If we get zero, does that mean you get to keep the donut? No, no. This is this is. We'll always I think share. That's fair. If you we'll share. If we get zero, <laughs> you should get the donut. Uh, qu- there's still two questions left, I so there is a, there is a chance one of us is going to get one right. Darren and Jack get stuck together in a locked room, forcing them to get to the root of their problem. What is it? <laughs> a. Daddy issues. Darren resents Jack for getting the business over him. B. Darren resents Jack for stealing his favorite book when he moved away, while Tony has had it all along. C. Jack resents Darren for 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 being his father's favorite. Or D. They come to the conclusion that they just don't like each other, and their tumultuous relationship is the cause of most of the season's A-plots. Well, we already know that he's jealous, that Jack is jealous of Darren. Like, that's in the pilot. I really like that book option. So do I, because that's really weird. That feels like exactly the kind of weird detail that Darren would get hung up on. But Darren doesn't seem that mad at Jack. No, he doesn't. It feels like it should be something more recent, but, but it could be brought up by something. But maybe he is mad starting episode two because Jack is going to uh, be sticking around and taking over. Yeah, he, he is his new boss. And knowing Jack, he could have easily come into the story and Darren would have expected him to, all right, he'll be here a week. Fail and yeah. leave, yeah. I'm going to go with the book. Me too. I really like that book idea. I think it's I don't funny. care if it's I right. I wish it was the book. Yeah. Oh, damn it. It's not. It's It's the plainest and simplest answer. Ugh, the jealousy? Hey, that's the, they have a fight for like three minutes where Darren just, yes. Yeah, he, uh, he has been expecting to get the business for the last like four years. That's now. crazy. Well, I had a feeling But that in, any, in the end, they kind of talk to each other and it turns out all pretty. I'm like, I didn't want this from that show. A and C to be equally possible. Like, I think they both can be true. That Darren is jealous of Jack and Jack is jealous of Darren. But I think Jack's jealousness was like dealt with in the pilot yes right like it was put away basically with him saying like darren's just as big of a screw-up if not more of a screw-up than you are and just not hard on him like i am with you because he's not my son so i don't feel responsible for his personality or his flaws yeah yeah anywho all right last question question number five we're still we're still zero zero does anything happen between jack and, and stitch what? Damn it. Uh-huh. Stitch. Stitch, twitch, switch. Yeah, I'm is this this is just a yes or no? No, I hope it's <laughs> A, yes. B, no. A. C, maybe. D, not gonna tell you. Oh, okay. Yes or no, that's watch it yourself. A. Jack tells Stitch that he has feelings for her after her new boyfriend tells him to back off. B. Stitch kisses him while he's on a date with an ex-girlfriend. C. They remain flirty throughout, but nothing more. Or D, they went on several dates, but haven't addressed their feelings. Wow. Whose turn is it to go first? Hey, please, be my guest. <laughs> it's not an advantage, it's a disadvantage. I just hope one of you gets it right. That's, I'm, I'm gonna go with D. I'm gonna trust my gut and say C. No! It's A! Oh, no! No! no. <sighs> Here you go, Saskia. No, well, one of you has to open that because it's stunningly beautiful. Us. All right. Today's it's donut. also in a beautiful orange, a pink box with like flowers 
We failed wow, so hard. That's an ornate family donut. Tools. I can't eat this. This was a five dollar donut. <laughs> this is a five dollar bit. It's a it's a very special it's a it. very special donut. It's got cherry blossoms. I could not get not get it. We're celebrating the blossoming of the cherry blossoms here Finally in Vancouver. Spring, guys. Finally, it's, uh, well, you have to eat it because you won it. I so, have you stumped yeah. us all. So <laughs> yeah, all five times. Good job. Was D ever the right answer? <sighs> Was it? That's a good question. Um, no, here, no. Well, you did some really good fake storylines there. Cause I no. I one of those playing out in the show. God damn it, Saskia. Didn't even notice. What did I give my answer God here? God damn it. Which to me just says this show really had legs. I wish it had gotten more time. Uh, yes. I think I'm going to vote pro on this one. Check out Family Tools. Yeah, it's good light Old entertainment. I enjoyed it. It's like a like an airplane show. It's no Saved Something by the like Bell. That. Dot was... dot the college years. Oh God! It had it had some great. It moments. has comedic good moments. I, I didn't feel didn't like my time at all. was wasted. No, watching the show. I agree. Which is like the the biggest test. Yeah. All right, ready for what's going to happen next? I am. All right. Uh, one in nine hundred and thirty-nine. I did some pruning last night for the first time in a long time. Oh wow! Okay. So we've dropped a few. I will go. With 276. Okay. I will go with 726. Interesting. All right. Interesting. I switched the numbers. No, I saw but what not, you did. not all of them, just you the first You couldn't do all of them. I kept them. <laughs> It'll always be the six at the end. Okay. 726 is a crime drama thriller called Strictly Confidential. <sighs> Okay. Someone looked that up. Doing Never heard so of that well. one. Well, I keep going and see what 276 is. We got Strictly Ballroom. No, that's a movie. We got Strictly Come Dancing. No. Nope. Strictly Sexual. Nope. Strictly Confidential. Oh, here we go. TV series 2006 to question mark? Oh, ah, it's gone. Didn't Unable finish. to have children with her husband, sex therapist Linda turns to her brother-in-law for help. Life only gets more complicated when Linda is called in to consult on a sordid murder case. Oh, Jesus Christ. How many episodes? Uh, I am trying to figure that out. It's... Six? Oh, it's only six? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, well, 276 is Ultimate Spider-Man. Oh, fucking... What? Done. Ultimate Spider-Man. Are you Spider-Man? Whose donut is it? Mine. Oh, well, you get to choose then. Well, I, I'd say Spider-Man. Which one is this? Let me just look. 2012? Yes. How did you know that? Uh, I've seen an episode. <laughs> I've seen the pilot before. It's not bad. All right. It's not bad. Well, we did already do a Spider-Man I know, but I think though. we should do every Spider-Man we come across. Right. I don't think we should say no to Spider-Man. You don't want to watch Strictly Confidential? <sighs> not at all. Well, it's going to come back around in the next decade or so. I will wait. Okay, guys. We're going to watch The Ultimate Spider-Man from 2000. And 12. Can't really, yeah. Can't get terrible. Uh, does it have more than three episodes? It has four seasons. Okay, yep. well, great. There's 104 yep. episodes. Let's watch that then. Season one of Ultimate Spider-Man. We'll see you guys soon. Bye. Bye. You're a rich girl and you're gone too far cause you know it don't matter anyway. You can rely on the old man's money. You can rely on the old man's money. It's a bitch girl but it's gone too far. Cause you know it don't matter anyway Say money, money won't get you too far Get you too